This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Notes Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy Black Dante on all social media, so Facebook, because I don't really know her like that. And my AKA for today will be don't be on the internet trying to defend your fat phobia when you have been arrested for assaulting oh minors my on the internet. Thank oh. you so very much. Sexually assaulting. Mm-hmm. Sexual. Sexual assaulting. Um, hello, everybody. This is Candace, uh, not so newlywed PC on all social media. Um, my AKA is I don't care how much you rebrand as a chef, those anti black women tweets are going to follow you every fucking where. Mm. It pays to not be a shitty person on the internet in yeah. general because Chef Way, AKA Waymo to God, they are chewing him the fuck up on the, on Twitter right now. And they're bringing up all those anti-black, anti-fat tweets he had for women. And he's like, well, I didn't, you know, I was trolling back then. They certainly don't represent how I actually feel about black. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear it. It's very weird that if you don't actually think like that, you would even troll like that. I could think of so many other things I I could troll on Twitter about besides people that look like me. I I just could, but you get what your hand called for. Yep. And a lot of people don't think in the in the long term, you know, even if you don't have it figured out now, it pays to not be a shitty person now because if you figure it out down the line, you want to be able to, especially if something like you're a chef or something where you could build a platform and a brand, you want to be able to do that unscathed. Oh, well, suffer. Suffer, you bitch ass. Um, and also, that. white people, stay away from oxtails. Please. Stay the fuck away from oxtails. Y'all do not cook good with the meat you already have access to. Y'all can... Y- crackers, yeast yetis, flower roaches, moon ghost crickets... With- Y'all, ghost y'all literally y'all ravaged other nations for other folks' spices and you don't fucking use them. You came over here fucking with the Native Americans, taking their herbs and spices, and you cannot season a fucking lick. Minus Creole white folks down there in Louisiana. Only mm-hmm. exception. And don't give me what well, white people can barbecue. Okay, but it don't be seasoned. What the what fucking good is a slab of ribs that tastes like water? I don't taste no all purpose. I don't taste no onion. I don't taste no garlic powder. Leave mm. oxtails alone. Please, I beg. That's a niggas only meat. Niggas all over the diaspora. This is a no white people's meat. Okay. Um, and as usual, we got one of our favorite our to me, I mean Jeremy is cool. You know, I love you, Jeremy. <laughs> but Adrian be coming in and and with with her lawyer mind, her legal mind, and be reading down real classy, classy, Ooh. not assy. 
But no, Adrian is here, everybody. Hey, Adrian. Hey, y'all. This is Adrian, aka Chrissy. Please be Shekinah the fuck up. Oh, please. Mm. That is my princess. <laughs> there was an ass to beat. <laughs> By if the it was name. Evan. Jeremy, you are being flagrant already. <laughs> Before we get into the shows, let's hop in, let's hop into the ratchet mess of the week, which primarily entails that Jen Shaw was sentenced this week, and a judge was not here for her and her legal team playing in their fucking face. Jen Shaw was sentenced to six and a half years in jail, on top of when she gets out of jail, five years of supervised release. Mm. Mm. I really had hoped she would get the fullest extent of her sentencing. She got off like because I felt like it was much deserved. What were they asking for? Um, I think they were asking for ten. Yeah, ten years. I think, yeah, 10 and her years. legal her her legal counsel said thirty six months, and that judge said, Mm-mm, "That's not going to work for me. I'm going to go somewhere between the thirty six months and the ten years that you guys are seeking out." that you know that she could be sentenced to and they landed on 78 months but what was interesting <clears throat> i hope that the tide has turned and is staying where we are like getting um getting good live tweeting from you know court from trials and sentencing like we got with meg and like you know with this jen shaw stuff and the transcripts were kind of scathing because Jen's legal counsel made a statement such as my client never had any interaction with the victims or whatever. And the judge was like, that just goes to show you how high up she was in this ring. So you didn't do yourself any favors by even stating that. And I said, Oh my God, this judge is not fucking playing. Uh, uh, I tweeted this on Twitter. Uh, Bravo, have the judge on the uh, Salt Lake City reunion. <laughs> that judge was reading like thing, a housewife. No, that judge read down another thing, and I think it's right up in the group chat, too, is that uh, Jeremy put it in there. Jen Shaw's role on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I guess is why the courtroom is so full today, is just that, a role. People should not confuse the character she plays on the entertainment show to the person before me, all right? Mm. Mm. That judge saying nothing about this, bravo. Thumbs down to everybody. You going to jail, bitch. <laughs> right. And then and then Jen and her count, legal counsel made some statement about how she hoped that the families that were affected can forgive her one day. Fuck You're you. not... Where's <laughs> their fucking money? <laughs> you. Where's their fucking money? You want forgiveness? Get these people their fucking money back. The judge also, I'm t- this judge was getting to down to the to the root, down to the gristle, the bone. The meat of potato. The judge said, Are you still selling Jen Shah is not guilty t-shirts on your website? Oh, mm. bitch, she did not. Yes, she did. Yes, she did, Adrian. Yes, she did. Oh, bitch, they should have gave her all 10 years. <laughs> Tell me she got off light. They better not never make me no judge nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> they the the judge was not playing with Jen Shaw. The judge recognized the seriousness of the situation and how many lives were impacted. Millions of dollars Jen Shaw and her accomplices stole from vulnerable communities. Yep. 
millions of dollars that they'll never get back. She has, Jen don't even have enough authentic designer shit in her repertoire to even begin to make restitution because those documents, um, those documents, which were entered in as into evidence show like they, they authenticated what was real and what was fake of all her designer belongings, purses, shoes, coats, luggage, you know, furniture in the house, you know, bedding and this, that, and the third. And it was so much, uh, fake designer shit in that woman's wardrobe. So do you think she knew that it was fake? Yeah, okay. I do. I think she knew that was fake, especially because she had been flagged by several um, designer stores and designer brands like Louis Vuitton and a couple more. Um, so she probably wasn't even able to shop with them anymore. So I'm pretty sure she was purposefully um, buying really good dupes. And mm-hmm. I just want to say some of this type of stuff should give people a reality check, a reality check when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, because so many people will never own one designer handbag or one designer pair of shoes in their lifetime. Why do you feel a need to have a closet full of it that you don't utilize on a regular basis? And I know nope. somebody going to say, oh, that's rich coming from you. But hey, listen, I'm a, this is a working class household. I maybe get one designer, one or two designer things yearly. Fuck them pocket watchers, Candace. Stand on what you said. <laughs> that hoe got all <laughs> fake designer shit. I'm <laughs> I love how Candace trying to have nuance and be elegant and Adrian like I, this. I, 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 that's where I was going with it. Like I, I understand. Like most people, most people won't own three, four, five, six, seven, eight Louis Vuitton bags in their lifetime. So if you are ever in a position where you can own some, why get so greedy that you are willing to defraud vulnerable people to get more? What's the reason behind it? It just it's it's an example of greed. The, yeah, I was, uh, it's an example of the the lengths people some people will go to for materialism and greed. Because like you said, like, Candace, she wear had all that fake shit that she only used may, maybe once at an appearance or something. And like you said in the pregame, like you could have done the exact same shit, just living off the salary of her husband and maybe doing something on the side and the, like the check from their show. You didn't have to do this. I feel like I, I don't know exactly what college coach Shaw um, is an assistant coach at, but I remember when we looked up his salary and it was like mid six figures, not like 150 K, but like $450,000 a year. He makes as an assistant coach. You telling me that's not enough money for y'all to one own a fucking home, especially if you start to include your Bravo checks. And any subsequent business that you that you get from being a Bravo reality star, because there's a lot of d- doors that open once you are a Bravo reality star. He is an assistant coach at the University of Utah. Okay, so is that like a Big Ten school or something? Is that a big school sports wise? They like a Division One school. Uh, yeah, fairly, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you did all of that and you really didn't have to. But oh well, worst of luck to you. Okay, large Mars, do what she want to do with you. She like booty, smack her booty. What you say, Adrian? 
run you for all your commissary. No soups for uh, you. No soups for you. That might be the show title. Oh yeah, she big tripping. <laughs> yeah, University of Utah is a D one school. Yeah, she big tripping. Girl, what, what did you do? Greed and trying to and trying to keep up with the Joneses up there in Utah. Yeah. When you could have you could have did that still on his salary. You might not have been able to get every new Louis bag or Chanel bag that dropped, but you certainly could have had a fair amount of them and wouldn't be on your way to fucking jail. Because now you got nothing to show for except rattling behind balls. Did they free up their money yet? That I don't know. I hope I they know. Don't. don't put nothing on her books. <laughs> <Don't> put- <laughs> <laughs> no, stuff like that. Just, I guess greed, and especially when you target marginalized communities, it, it strikes some. It strikes something with me, and I don't have like any sympathy. If you gonna scam, no. scam these scam these rich people. Agree. Scam the people whose faces you was trying to tee hee in that didn't really see it for you. That's always my issue when people scam marginalized and vulnerable communities is white people are right there. White people who come from long money, they be right there. And be greedy. And they be trying to take that wealth to the grave with them. So yeah, scam them out of it. But people that look like you, people, what if somebody tried to scam your mom? Again, I'm with Adrian here. I don't have any sympathy for Jen Shaw. If anything, I feel sorry for her children because they have are being fully exposed to just what type of demon they fucking mama is. Yep. And you don't think, I don't know. I guess maybe I think about collateral damage too much because somebody could know who your kids are and fuck up your kids just based on what you did to them. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I would never want to yep. put people that I love in that position. No, over shit you can't take to the grave with you. Cause I, cause I'm be honest. In my younger days, you scam my grandmama. I'm gonna run up on you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Absolutely, I'm gonna run up on you, and it'll be what. It and is. the it'll trial, the, the trial was in New York, so she should really be glad somebody didn't run down on her in New York, right? Yeah. So worst of luck, and then. On top of it, Whitney and Heather are fighting up and down social media after the sentencing. Whitney put out a post saying Heather finally refollowed her on social medias um, after Jen was sentenced. And it's like, ma'am, both of you strong jawline having white bitches are very messy and needed a storyline this season, the both of you. Like, what do you want from us? So let me get this straight because I saw you put that in the notes, Candace, and I didn't see them um, cackling like some canaries on Twitter. So I was going to ask you. So let me get this straight. So them going back and forth on social media is because of a follow or, or, or should I say a refollow? Is that, did I get yes. that correct? Yes. <sighs> you bored what fakes yes. bitches need to get some business. Because goddamn, that is the stupidest shit I've ever fucking heard over going back and forth on social media because of who follow who. If y'all don't get some business in a goddamn storyline for real, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all that goddamn bored you arguing about a follow. I thought the shit was something pertaining to, you know, one of them maybe having a a, a, a bad take about Jen going to jail and shit. It's over a follow. I'm with you, Jeremy. Yeah. That's what it was going to be. No, no, it's over. It was Whitney is mad that Heather has tried to 
refollow her on Instagram now that Jen is officially gone to jail. And she's basically saying like, oh, you want to be my friend now that Jen is gone. And it's like, bitch, sit down. If y'all two boring bitches don't find some business. I mean, and she had federal charges. So you, if that was the case, she could have been that woman friend before this because when the feds come. All right. Didn't we say that? Didn't we say that? Mm-mm. And I tried. I, I've, I feel like I've been quite classy and not rubbing it in. But I said on many episodes ago when this first broke, I said when the feds come after you, they are they have what they need to convict you. They are not frivolously charging you and hoping they can put you away. They mm-hmm. have everything they need to get a conviction. Does don't the feds have like a 94 to 96% conviction rate? That sounds about right. I know it's over 90. And typically, most people, once the feds start laying out what they got, they start trying to take plea deals and plead guilty on their own just to keep it from going to trial. Yeah. If you ain't ghost from power, you ain't beating them fed charges easily. She's not ghost from power. Not ghost from power. He did. (laughs) See where it got him. I mean, but it wasn't the feds that did it. Yeah, truly. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into our shows. We're going to go to Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion. Not, fewer things bother me like a coward. And Carly Red is a whole fucking coward. And I do not understand why Spice is constantly caping for her and sticking her neck out for Carly. When that girl, that old ass woman is a coward, Carly older than Spice. Mm-hmm. Carly is up there with KK. Yeah, they peers. They might not have graduated in the same class, but they definitely went to high school together. Like, we're going to put a pin in that. I said in the pregame, and I want to say here, I feel like Chaotic is half a step from sexual misconduct with the women on the show. And people be like, but you know, niggas in the hood, I don't give a fuck where you from. In 2022, 2023... You should have a better understanding of consent and keeping your fucking hands to yourself. And it was really cringy to see him like touching on Lyrica without her consent. Lyrica was fucking creeped out that he was touching her. He trying to touch Sierra Marie. She don't look interested at all. I needed somebody from production to step in and be like, bruh, do not touch these women without their consent. Agree. I can't stand my hug at ass nigga so yeah like if you can't flirt without physically touching these women you need to fucking go they were not interested he didn't even remember tiara name chaotic okay i have nothing to say about that man yeah i know that pressure has cheated all over jen but it speaks to how annoying jen is when it doesn't matter to me Hmm. and she still she gets on my fucking nerves either way you brought your Sarah J looking ass down to that pool party. Sarah J, Not but with Sarah refried J. beans. Sarah J, but as a burrito. Not Sarah J. Sarah J, but tamales. Uh. <laughs> Rest in peace, Curtis. <laughs> you brought your ass down to that pool and ruined the whole fucking vibe. 
talking about a wedding that is not going to happen. I am absolutely in agreement with Fresher that I'm not spending 200, a quarter million dollars on shit that do, will not bring in more money or set our kids up to have some form of wealth. If you got $250,000, because I don't think they got some it. people, some people do pay with weddings, with credit cards, and they take out loans and shit. But if right. you're smart, weddings and receptions are cash upfront situations. Most people with common sense do not finance a wedding and reception and pay it off over time. You paying, you putting those security deposits down and you paying those vendors. And by the time, by the day of the wedding and the reception, there's a zero balance on everything. I know that's what me and Mike did. By the, by the day of our file renewal, we didn't owe nobody nothing. I am with you, Adrian. I don't think he even has a quarter million dollars to even be having this discussion. And mm-hmm. I feel like She's an idiot because you know that that man don't have a quarter million dollars. So why are you discussing this type of a wedding when y'all don't even have the funds at hand? I see the dolls ain't doing it how they used to because you had a whole resort. If you don't get VH1 to get y'all a little yang yang wedding and reception at that resort. Hello. Hello. The dolls ain't doing it how they used to. Yeah. And, and, and. <laughs> I get my thing with this whole storyline is, and forgive me for being a bit crude, <laughs> but this is how I'm gonna act up. <laughs> Agent oh, of chaos, Lord. go ahead. <laughs> I just feel like, what is the purpose of the 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 dollar amount on this wedding for someone who has cheated on you for as long as she as you got chance? I'm, I, you know, I'm for me, it's Ooh. just. Well, I can tell you what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. He, want, he wants him to pay her for her pain. And, sweetie, it don't work like that. A, like we've already said, I don't think he has it to do anyway. Or if he got 250 if he spends 250 that's it. That's everything y'all have. Or damn near. But, baby, if you forgave him, you left him, you said you left him for a couple of years and did you, once you decided to come back and be with that man, he ain't got to, he don't have to buy, he don't have to pay you for your pain at that point. Or if that was your your sticking point, I'm not coming back and we not getting back together until I get my 250K wedding. And also, I just want to say, why would you spend that kind of money on a wedding when typically black people and brown people are not good wedding gift givers? (laughs) Can you say it? Well, I'm a good gift giver, but my friends don't be staying married long and I'll be wanting my gifts back. But <laughs> God damn, <Ooh. ain't> just shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, no, there is a conversation to be had about how so many Ooh. black and brown people do not have wedding gift etiquette or wedding etiquette for that matter. Don't show up on time. Don't RSVP like they're supposed to. Don't cancel ahead of time so that that their plate can be pulled back or don't give good gifts. Don't stick to registries. Don't like call uh, out, this seem real personal. Call them out, Candid. And I'm not even being funny, but it's just I've seen this so many times, not only with me and Mike when at our vow renewal, but as my friends have gotten married, I'm pretty sure I could pull. Darren from I'm Not Mad, I'm Pissed, or Bree from Mama Me's World, and then Secure Experience on here who have recently gotten married, and they'll tell you for sure 
people are not, our people are not considerate when it comes to formal occasions. So we need to you, break that generational you, curse. You want to spend 250K just to be disappointed when motherfuckers who RSVP didn't show up and you still had to pay for that plate? Mm-mm. Child, yeah. good luck. Good luck. Also, if we if we take the money aspect out of it, you and this man just don't seem to ever be on the same page. About nothing. Like, it just, I, I'm going to be honest. I feel like the only time y'all actually really get along is in the bedroom. Like, mm. sexually, yes, y'all go at it. Mm. Like, I can tell by the way he did that, that pie eating off the booty contest that y'all get real fucking nasty in that bedroom. But it doesn't seem like it, it doesn't seem like y'all have any other happy chemistry outside of sex. They don't seem like they like each other. Yeah, it just don't. And I don't, you know, I said in the notes I could have went my whole life without the without the pie eating joint. But you know, I wasn't angry at it. It was some big old booties up there. It was it, it was some big booties up there. You like that gif of Alonzo Mourning on the on the heat bench? <laughs> like, nah. I mean, what? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm undecided. <laughs> um, can we have a come to Jesus moment about the fact that all of the negative press that Spice got for that give back event was well deserved because it wasn't plan it wasn't planned well and. I want to say this. I understand being famous. Well, I don't understand because I ain't famous. I'm busy. I understand being busy. You famous and you busy and you want to do something great, but you basically handed that off for other people to plan and you were just okay and shit. Okay. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, that works. Okay. And it was a disaster. It, It was a disaster. And the plot got lost. What you were doing was extremely kind. Oh y'all, I gotta. Ooh, do y'all want me to be petty or should I just keep it yes, myself? Petty, petty. Okay. Spice kept saying she was giving away five million dollars in Jamaican money, which is thirty-two thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it's thirty-two thousand U.S. dollars. Which makes me think maybe I need to move to Jamaica. Yeah. But then they got crime, like bad, like crime, crime. Real bad. Yeah. I just, I feel like there was a better way to set that up and to make sure that it moved more smooth. And you've got to always remember when it comes to giving charitably, people are going to show up in droves, people in need, and even people not in need. And I don't think anybody accounted for that. And like we just said, Adrian, in a place where crime is high because wages are low and people are in need, it should have been organized a whole lot better. A whole lot. So I, your heart was in the right place, but the execution was piss poor. And what... Okay, I know Jeremy going to want to jump in on this one. In what world does Lyrica Anderson get to say somebody is bad for her brand? Like her <clears throat> and A1 and they mammies ain't argued up and down every channel available to reality TV from VH1 to we TV to fucking Zeus, Miss Ma'am. Uh, Does Lyra? She uh, has a brand. I'm sorry, Jeremy. She has a brand. Uh, yes, it's being the most unbaddest bitch ever. Okay. 
it's a lane. It's a choice. Okay. Uh, but like, <laughs> let, let me tell you something. We have seen lyrical fussing with A1. We don't see lyrical fussing with A1 Mama. We don't see lyrical fussing with her mama. We don't see lyrical. All we, the fact that we didn't see lyrical mama fussing with A1. We didn't see <laughs> lyrical mama fussing with A1 Mama. We didn't see A1 fussing with Lyrica. We like it's like a Lyrica fucking flow chart. Hell, like y'all don't do like that. like the fact that Lyrica. In her slight defense, does have some awards for her songwriting for certain songs and projects she's worked on. Yet that is not the most well-known thing she is known for. The most well-known thing she is known for is being on reality TV and making a fucking fool out of herself, her husband slash ex, and her family. Ma'am, like your you brand literally is not are known for being on our TVs telling us that your ex-husband. Had plastic surgery, had liposuction, he had his titties done, he had his stomach done, he had his wore, knees done, he, he had his chin pearl. done. Wore fake pearls, so yeah, his pearls is fake and all this other he cheated on you and all this other shit. I don't like Shekana, and she is a bad look because she just looked bad. <laughs> don't be on here talking about what's a bad look for your brand when your brand has literally been your family dysfunction get off the fucking gas can we can we we also point out the fact that both lyrica and a1 got work done and they still bad built yeah yes we can yes we can that's a damn shame now i do want to tell shakana bitch metal mouth i hope chris Put you in the mouth. I really do. M- Magnet mouth. Magnet. The call was coming from inside the house when you decided to tell Carly Red that she's messy. Because, bitch, you are the messiest of them all. You are so fucking messy that you aided in, in, in getting your friends accused of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that shit. I think I tweeted that and it kind of went viral and I had to beat the shit, but I'll never forget that shit. And trying to defend T.I. Tide, bitch, you, that, you incriminated that ass girl. What did you do? You, inc- you are so messy that you incriminated them <laughs> and they had to part ways with you. <laughs> you are the same bitch that was crying about the Gucci store getting looted mm. during some riots. Knowing you can't fit nothing but the purses out the Gucci store and the silk scarves to wrap around that little oompa loompa neck. <laughs> like, girl, go to hell. Mouthful and, of mental for you. And Carly, you're now we can come back. You're a coward. You snuck that girl talking about, I just want to apologize to all the ladies. No, you owe specifically Mariah Lynn apology. You didn't sneak and try to jump on no other body in that house. It was done to Mariah Lynn. And I don't like Mariah Lynn, but I'm glad she clocked your motherfucking ass for trying to play, trying to victim your way out of it. I guess I just, you know, and I was bullied my whole life growing up. I would love, I may make it my mission in my free time to start tracking down Carly Red's high school classmates. Because I all but guarantee that girl was not bullied by no fucking body. Because we've seen what Carly Red used to look like before all that fucking plastic surgery. That girl was a typical, pretty, 
uh, light-skinned woman, black woman. And we've seen her daughter, and her daughter looks just like her when she was young. Mm-hmm. If you believe for one second Carly Red was bullied and probably what it was probably a mean girl in her heyday, buy this old buy this old buy some ocean for a property I still got in Denver. And, and I want to take it a step further, if I may. Even if that was the case, girl, you are 60. Yes. You are you are an elderly ass woman. Don't I got don't, even if you were bullied, girl, if you don't, you have had ample time in your 90 years on this earth to be on somebody's couch and work that shit out. Yeah. What do I always say? You can't be a villain and a victim at the same goddamn time. And Carly, you look like one of the two. So some girl, something gotta give. But luckily for you, you're not the only coward. Cause mm-hmm. we got Shekinah Joe, who denied to Tierra Marie that she asked anybody. If she paid 50 cent and I'm, and, and this is, again, I, I'm not saying Chrissy is always right, but at least Chrissy say shit with her chest. She always mm-hmm. has, and she always will because she got right up. And as soon as she got up and said, I said it, she kind of hold to change. Well, I said it to her at first. It was who the fuck told this girl that I said to well, I I said it, but I did say it to her too. I, I said it to her face too. That was a like tone. the whole the whole attitude and tone of voice shifted when Chrissy was like, "Okay, now what's up?" Because that was messy. And again, this is why I don't fuck with Shakana Joe because you asking questions about a known abuser getting some money that he really don't deserve from a woman who had her most intimate moments leaked on the internet. Like, no, bitch, you a, you a coward. And I really wanted Chrissy to beat you up. But I'll, I'll suffice with Lyrica beating you up. Which that in itself is a damn shame. I'll accept Lyrica doing it. Because whenever some of these bitches got a problem, the first thing they do is bring people kids up. And y'all be needing y'all motherfucking ass beat. Because a point was made, you are loud, you are messy, you are always in other people's shit. This was brought up on that season, uh, on this past season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You always in other people's shit, but you keep your life hush hush, and you be around here fucking on other women, men. So you need your ass whooped. And telling people to go be a mother, girl, I will knock the motherfucking wires loose from your teeth. Leave people cheering out your mouth. It's a bunch of shit you could dog Lyrica on without bringing up her child. Agreed. Yeah, I hope she I just hope she get beat the fuck up. I do hope she get beat the fuck up. I, I wouldn't mind seeing her get jumped, if we're being honest. <laughs> That's the type of energy I'm on. Jump they, they can't bring Tokyo back for just a real quick. Hello? Just little... for Tokyo. That's the reason they sent Tokyo home, because she was too real. Yeah, I think Tokyo and Shekinah being there together would have been a problem. Yeah, for sure. Like, Tokyo absolutely would have beat her the fuck up. Just off just all principle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Love and Marriage Huntsville Reunion Part 2. Speaking of people that need to get beat the fuck up. Mel, go home. Let it go. <laughs> I, I, I want to be honest. I have, I've had enough of the Kiki storyline and the drug addiction <laughs> stuff and the pill addiction. And Mel admitted that when Marceau brought it up, he brought it up jokingly, but not in a malicious or demeaning manner. But I don't know how you bring up somebody's 
drug addiction in a joking manner and it's not malicious. Those two things don't really go the same. Especially coming from my soul. For me. You know what I'm saying? Especially when a person is not there. So I don't know what's what with that situation, but I'm really tired of the Kiki and Tisha situation. In my eyes, Kiki is a snake. There's absolutely... Well, one, Tisha didn't even bring up the girl being a drug addict or or having an addiction to prescription drugs, should I say. Marceau did. And so for you to kind of click up with Mel on some get back shit, you are the snake in that situation. And this is coming from a fuck Letitia Scott um, fan account. Not only that, to add to that. I would have never clicked up with Mel to, to shit talk on my own cousin who told me some things about her marriage and, and where it was privately. And you definitely ran it back to Mel. I wouldn't ever be able to have um, a, a safe relationship with my cousin after she would do something like that to me. She would not be a safe space for me. I would not confide in her. It would be cordial at best, honestly. That's nice, because I probably try to fight her at every family reunion. <laughs> okay, yeah. A little Adrian has just been on violence today. <laughs> yeah. I'm choosing violence all today, so if y'all are expecting anything different, it's not going to happen. No, we we here, we like violence too. I just, I, I can't always be the violent one, even though I like violence, but I'm glad that it, that we choose, we all choose violence at different times, so we never go without the violence. True. Yeah. But to add it's on to that, there. to add on to your um, uh, exhaustion with the storyline, Candace, I've been exhausted because we, even like when this was first brought up in the season, in the like episode or a couple episodes later, they literally said both Tisha and Kiki both confirmed that Tisha apologized for the shit. So, like, why are we still here seasons later and had this reunion about this shit when there was an apology about it? Because she really didn't accept her apology. So she waited for a time to get her get back. But her energy, her energy seemed different. And I don't know if Marceau and Tisha didn't tighten them purse strings in the Mm. family or tighten her purse strings. But her energy was a little different because she was almost she was back telling enough to not completely go back on what happened, but to leave room for this to kind of be a misunderstanding of some sort. Mm. Yeah. So fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. Again, same where we are with Mel. Stand up in that meanness. Stand up in that nastiness. Stand up in that spirit of chaos that you truly do have and stop trying to be the victim. Well, I wouldn't have did this if they didn't do that. We always have a choice. We always have a choice. And we know what actions we can and can't take that will fan the flames of a fire or put it out. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Kiki could have easily gone to Tisha and said, I know you apologize, but that shit really hurt my feelings because you know, even if Marceau don't know, you know how hard it has been and how hard it is for me to maintain my sobriety. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it just really hurt me that you would allow him to say something like that jokingly or otherwise to some people that I really don't know like that. See, an emotionally uh, mature person would have done that, Candace. But clearly, uh, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I mean, and even, be... if, 
even if she did the petty thing with coming on with Mel and everything, then just be like, hey, I know we thought it was squashed. Hey, maybe she did think it was squashed until she had an opportunity to get her get back. I had an opportunity. I took it. I was wrong. You know, how do we move forward from here? But all that waffling, stand in it or don't. But just, yeah, just stand in it. Stand in it or stay the fuck out the way. Don't throw stones and hide your fucking hands. Speaking of, so they expounded on the naked photo in Marceau's phone. And Letitia says she discovered the photo. And Marceau claims that it was sent by an intentional employee. And this is my thing. This is my issue with Letitia. Letitia is a very smart woman. She has a lot of book sense. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of book sense because this woman is a majority owner in scope. She's very educated. She's beautiful. Letitia's not ugly. She's a beautiful woman, a great mom, but you are so dick drunk and dizzy when it comes to this man because in what world does your poten- does a potential employee have access to your personal cell number? Like when you are calling to set up the interview, shouldn't you be calling from the office phone? As a matter of fact, he's always got his assistant doing something. Why didn't your why isn't your didn't your assistant set up this interview? Like I just find it really odd that you say a potential employee is comfortable and confident enough to send nude photos of themselves to your personal cell phone. And if that was the case, why weren't you open and transparent with your wife about that? Babe, you ain't gonna believe the fuck. She definitely not getting hired here. She on some bullshit. The, the the one little bitch I just interviewed, you know, she had a nerve to, to get my card and start sending me explicit photos to my cell phone. Yeah, let's let's X her off the list. That wasn't no potential employee. That was somebody who was a, that was a potential fucky. You <laughs> was about to potentially fuck them. That was some potential pussy to make some pussy payment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, part of me feel watching this part of me feels like Candace, um like you were saying that she's, you know, Letitia, that is, she's seeing digmatized when it comes to Marceau. And that might be the case. It very might will be. For, but for me, I just feel like she's afraid to leave this man and start over. And maybe it's me just giving her, you know, benefit of the doubt that she don't deserve. But she can't be this damn stupid. I just think it's fear that's holding her back from, like, starting over from this man. I think that's a part I think that's a part of it. But also, if this woman done let you know pretty much that she not leaving him, why are we still dragging this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. She's she's made it in her head. Hey, until I get a blatant and blatant is whatever she makes it sign that he's cheating. I'm going to stick beside him. So why are we still dragging this? And that's what makes me think like, Mel, you do kind of want her to be in the same place that you were with Martell. Mm. Yeah. Because why keep pregnant? And my thing is, it's it's okay, Mel, if you feel like that. It's absolutely okay if you feel like that because this woman did take some delight in your marriage blowing up. She was talking about it every chance she got. We've seen it on multiple episodes and multiple seasons of this show. The footage has been rolled. She basked in it and she went out of her way to make statements like, I'll never be you. Marceau would never do what Martel did to you. That'll never be my marriage. So it's okay to say you delight in the fact that you know her husband 
cheats on her. And yes, I believe he cheats on her. I absolutely do. And I'll tell you why, because I had, I had somebody follow me and we had some mutual followers and I combed their timeline and, you know, I didn't, I'd search their name with the, with the trigger words that'll make me block somebody. And that didn't come up with anything. So I followed back and they started DMing me really suggestively. And I was like, Hey, I'm married and I'm not comfortable with these interactions. So unless you want me to unfollow you, let's just be on the timeline. And the, the, after I sent that, the next thing I did was tell Mike, like this guy I followed was being really suggestive and weird in my timeline. And I sent him on his way and let him know not to DM me no more. So it's just like the fact that you so easily hid that from her and she had to basically invade your privacy to find out what else is he hiding? There's some other shit that there's something in, in the milk that's not clean, but until somebody show up with some receipts, like Adrian said, leave it alone. I would much rather talk about why scope is tied up in a huge lawsuit and what it entails and why they can't, they, they stop developing all of that land that they own. That's what I want to discuss going forward. This is boring. She's not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Wanda and Mel discussed the malice at the, devu- the defunct beauty palace. Um, Adrian, I want to come back to you because you made this point very, very early on. Mm-hmm. And that if Martell hadn't been saying the type of shit he was saying when he went live with Dr. Heavenly, Wanda wouldn't have had anything to repeat and run with. And Maurice made that point here when Wanda was like, I just repeated what I heard Mel, what I heard Martel say when he was on live with Dr. Heavenly. And Maurice was like, and so Martel, bro, you shouldn't have, the paternity of your children should, were never, ever supposed to be a conversation with anybody other than your wife. If you felt that way, you, you put the ammo in a loaded gun and you sat it in Wanda's lap, basically. Mm-hmm. And he did not lie. He didn't lie. Mm -mm. And I do want, so Kimmy admits that Wanda did go too far, but the rest of the cast said that Mel never really holds herself accountable for the role she plays in these situations. And we said this last week that we agree. Mm -hmm. She fully, she like, she throws stones and hides her hands. Then she wants to feel like she's been victimized, but Truth be told, you know, you brought up Tisha Daddy being in your DMs. Even if it was true, you used it as a jug. Mm -hmm. And when Miss Wanda jugged back but deeper, now it's don't be speaking on my kids. And again, oh, yeah. I was going to say, again, we're talking about 40 plus year old people who don't understand families are off limits. Mm hmm. And I like how Carlos question, we gonna cut the cut this. Martel, do you have questions about the paternity of your child? Oh no, I don't. But you've been hollering it all over everywhere. Yeah. Give it a few more months and you'll be hollering it again about how she was cheating and you're not sure. So it's like a lot of stuff that you did to tear mail mail down is now coming back when other people use it as ammunition because i completely understand why wanda did what she did 
you want to talk want to talk about baby daddies let's do it let let's do it and this and i call bullshit on this i mean kids being kids being off limits therefore we don't do anything on screen that could affect children potentially when mel and martel's divorce that don't affect their kids you don't think them dragging and acting up on national tv that don't affect their kids yeah i i think um we need to be completely honest about the fact that if anybody is doing damage to those children it's mel and martel and they constant back and forth mm-hmm. like you said adrian for months they've been digging at each other going at each other like huge big nasty blowouts that lead to, you know, you cheated, you did this, you sucked this person dick, you did that. That might not be my kid. That is going to do far more damage than a Miss Wanda can ever do. Mm-hmm. And and Mel keep talking about being blessed, highly favored, over it, safe, sanctified, happy, at peace, in love, good with God, ready to go, God said go, hold so slow, all this other shit. And every time some shit is happening... You can never walk away. You 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 fan the flames and make it worse. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, if I feel like you are beneath me and I feel like you only ever want a reaction out of me because you're upset that I don't want to be friends with you and your daughter and her husband and all this other shit, I'm not about to keep feeding into this. I'm one, I'll be honest. I understand sometimes wanting to get the last word and get your lick back it feels good, but how many times does it feel good? But at the end of the day, you truly gain nothing. I ain't finna be doing all this arguing with a motherfucker. If I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And Mark and Martel, you do look like a fucking idiot because you sitting on this stage. No, I don't have any questions about the paternity of my child. So you admit you would say shit like that just to hurt that woman and ultimately hurt your own kid. A fucking doofus. A whole doofus. Um, speaking I don't really doofus. care about st- store. What you say, Jeremy? Uh, speaking of a doofus, real quick, I just wanted to say this. Um, Masika, there is no such thing as reverse cousinism, beloved. I ain't listening oh, to. I, I don't that listen. did a whole. I don't listen to. I ain't. I ain't listening to nobody that do that. Yeah. After after saying that they were kidnapped and actually trafficked. And while working on a show that's about kidnapping and trafficking of children, you you a whole dummy. So yeah. Also, did she lie about Fetty while being her baby daddy? Yep. Or I was that Alexis Alexa Star? That was Alexis. That Scott. was Alexis. Scott. That was, Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. And yeah. did her baby daddy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't care about Stormy and Destiny being on a on a on a in a better spot. I want to talk about. Um, especially being that the beef was stupid anyway yeah i want to talk about stormy crying after hearing what the fans on the show uh, think about her insisting she's ghetto and rude and this that and the third and i'm gonna be honest i'm in a love and marriage huntsville facebook group and the anti-blackness jumps out quite a bit mm. and these people so i don't really post or comment much because I just like to get the tea because some of the cast is in there. Yeah, because I ain't Mel be in there. Mel be in there, Marceau be in there, Stormy's mom be in there, Destiny be in there. And so I like to just stick around and get the tea. But what I will say, a lot of the stands and fans of the show are really unhinged. 
And I would urge Stormy to take their criticism and their critiques with a grain of salt because they get really anti-Black. Like some of the shit they say when they're trying to compare Mel and Tisha and it, it typically come, it be coming down to uh, skin complexion and hair texture and shit like that. Whole time oh, we ain't no. never seen Melody without no weave in her head. Oh no. Or a perm. Mm. So if you ever come across this stormy, here we'll we'll give you criticisms and critiques based on what you present to us on the show. But I don't think anything about you is rude or ghetto or anything. You're a very southern woman, you speak your mind, and you stand up for yourself in, in situations on this show. And remember that a lot of these stands and fans are truly unhinged when it comes to some of these shows. And you've got to let that shit roll off your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Stands yeah. and fans of these shows do not take the, the sage advice of the internet and that you don't know these people. Like, because I feel like we do a really good job of discussing exactly what's presented to us. We don't really get into the, well, he better than him because he looked like this or he got this or she got. We we kind of we just discuss what we see on the show. Because, well, one, because we're not unhinged. Two, we don't know these people. Three, we are here to make jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that Destiny, Destiny finally got the <laughs> chewing. <laughs> Dustily. Um, she finally got the chewing that she deserved because... The fans got it right this time. And that why is she on the show if she is so private? And she's like, well, I can't discuss my divorce. We're not talking about your divorce. That divorce been two seasons ago. Don't nobody care about your divorce to a nigga named LaFrederick or Le- whatever the man name is. LaDerek, LaBerrick, LaHerrick. LaBerrick. Rick Flarick. Rick. No, we're talking about the fact that you say this man broke you. So why aren't you discussing your rebuilding process, your healing process? We didn't get to see much about you reopening Madani, Madummy, but my can't stay open, my still closed, my in foreclosure, whatever the fuck it is. But you in a whole new relationship claiming you in love and this, where is that? And even Kimmy was like, we have to like practically cool information out of destiny and she's like well i showed it and it it just never makes it on screen or whatever so you telling me you are so boring that even when you are transparent and vulnerable they don't want to show the shit right again (laughs) get your ass off this show exactly like if like first of all I, i call bullshit I call bullshit number one. Like we, if 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 they can show like the born aspects of Mel and Martel and Marceau and Letitia, etc., because we're not gonna, you know, we can be honest. They've shown some stuff from all from everybody on the show that's been boring and we ain't really care for. If they can show those moments, they damn sure could have still shown you destiny. It wasn't that you had stuff then they it, they didn't show it. It's just you didn't let them have anything. Which again, if you're gonna do that, that's your right. But get the fuck off this show. Or she was yeah. open, but I mean, even with production, you're like, it has to kind of come together as a story that we can edit as a story. So yeah. if you're open and vulnerable about this thing, but there's nothing else to kind of tie that together, then no, I'm going I'm to cut it. For, for example, if you're happy and in love again, 
Why didn't we see this man at your grand re 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 reopening? Where was he? Why wasn't he called out? Why wasn't he in front of the camera to support you? Where was this man that you so in love with? And then, because it could be that he, like her ex-husband, he's not into the reality TV thing. It's a lot to put your relationship out there on reality TV. Yeah. And not every not everybody is for it. And that's fine. But like Kimmy said, if that's the case, then maybe this just, you know, it's not the show for you. Maybe you come in for little events, you be a friend of the show or something, but maybe it's not meant for you to be a main character if you can't share or you don't want to share. You can't share. And if you are involved with people who don't want to be in front of the camera, that's the thing. Like this man, whoever he is, he knows you're on this fucking show. He knows that like sharing your personal life is a form of currency on this show. So even even if he's like, I don't want to do this and he's not willing to do it for you and you're okay that he don't want to do it, that's not the show for you. We don't know nothing about the divorce, nothing about the cussy, nothing about why this woman was on food stamps and that, nothing about this new boo, nothing about these new endeavors. We don't know nothing about destiny except that she'd been, she been mad for 40 days and 40 nights at mail. In regards to the divorce stuff, she probably should have gave some tips to Mel and Martell because I do like that we don't know mm. all the ins and outs mm. of what was going on. That You know, they, that's a good point. True. That's a good point. Producers have also said that Destiny is hard to work with. I believe it. I can believe it. She had a really nasty disposition. Yep. When it's things aren't going how she wants them to go or... She gets knocked off her square very easily and she has a hard time recovering. You know? Yeah. From our very first introduction to her, for her getting mad at Kimmy because she did Kimmy didn't know about her husband that made the good chicken. We should have we should have known then. Because that damn sure wasn't nothing to get mad about. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not upset one way or the other if Destiny doesn't come back. Um you know, it is what it is. I just need her to drop whatever she got on mail before she exits. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Because to me, it seemed like a punk fake. Spill the tea. Nah, I, I think she do, but I think mail no stuff on her too. So maybe Destiny couldn't talk about that divorce on TV, but you don't think she kiki with mail about it? And you don't think if she tell mail, well, she stuff- hid it from mail. Remember, she didn't tell she didn't tell Mel she was divorced till she was divorced. That's right. Yeah. Right. Like I I honestly, if destiny has anything on Mel, I truly believe it came from Martel in moments of anger. That's what I believe. Because if you weren't close enough to Mel to share with her you were going through a divorce, I I don't think that y'all were so super close that Mel was telling you some shit. She wouldn't want God to even know about. That's true. I feel like this is some a little bit of a little bit of pump faking and a lot of bit of Martell. I can because if it, I guarantee if it's about cheating or some shit like that, that's all Martell. Yeah, because he been beating that drum forever that male cheated on him too or first, even though we know that's not the case. Yeah, y'all ready head to Potomac? Yep. With these dastardly deviants. Okay. I feel like Karen is a miss me too. And I don't really like it because there is no reason for Karen to be doing a live show. 
<laughs> and not only that, it's a live variety show and it entails um having like a drag queen, Jasmine Masters from RuPaul Drag Race. But what I found interesting is that Bravo Shady Ass was saying they don't even know if Karen paid the paid Jasmine Masters fairly. <laughs> not the grand dawn being a grand fraud. Oh Lord. From grand yawn to grand fraud. <laughs> a hell of a, a hell of a trajectory, can I must say. <laughs> but no, nah, that is that is a legit good question though. <laughs> yeah. Cause I because I'm not going I'm not gonna lie. Like I wasn't wondering the same thing. I'm not gonna lie like I wasn't. Like what was the purpose of it? Mm-hmm. And did then did yeah. she pay them? Yeah. But yeah, because I'm, I'm going to keep it a book. I don't want to see any of the cast of Potomac doing nothing but being on this show. Except for Mia show. and Jacqueline. And they are both really big liars. And the part that confuses me about them is they volunteer lies. Like, they're unprovoked. Like, they volunteer these lies unprovoked. And I don't understand why. Lying just to lie. Like the whole situation with G and Mia buying Jacqueline a car and, and Jacqueline being weird, like, yeah, G, you bought that car for me because you love me. And he was like, no, I bought it because I love Mia. Talk about getting chin checked. I don't kink shame and I don't lifestyle shame because I, I know some really amazing people who participate in consensual non-monogamy. But I think a lot of people do not understand a lifestyle, do not understand the rules of engagement with the lifestyle. And they end up inviting more chaos into their lives than peace and a, a new way to enjoy romance with multiple partners. I think it's really weird that they defaulted to bring in Jacqueline into their bedroom when that's one of Mia's friends. And because when that goes wrong, you ultimately lose the friendship as well. And as we see in the previews for tonight's episode, Mia and Jacqueline are on the super outs. And then Mia using this faux beef with Karen to, to get the girls off her back about the lies her and Jacqueline were telling. And first of all, you told Karen all of that stuff while the cameras was rolling. How did they violate? How did Karen violate your privacy? That's what I don't like about Mia. She is fucking dumb. For somebody always touting herself as a boss and this, that, and the third, she is really stupid. Talking about, well, maybe I should tell y'all why what Karen told me about why she don't like Sharice. Everybody and their mama know why Karen don't like Sharice. Sharice don't even like Sharice. <laughs> and it's just, what is it with y'all trying to kiss up to these green-eyed sloths? Green-eyed sloths. <laughs> but not for real though what is it like like what 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 is it who are like robin and giselle are the brokest bitches on this show coincidentally they just they also the ones that keep up the most mess coincidentally and i guess maybe that's it because because they have like when your pocketbook they, is low your drama is high i guess <laughs> yeah but I right, but I, I guess maybe that's it because they keep up so much shit. They keep the show going for better or worse with all the negativity they bring. And I feel I guess they feel like trying to kiss it, kiss up and get in that group will give them more value to stay on the show to collect the check and Bravo's eyes, maybe. 
I don't damn know. I'm just spitballing, but it's got to be something. It's something. It just don't make sense to want to be so badly in the company of women who are stagnant in life. Just very stagnant. And now I want to talk about another, this bullshit ass bitch. I don't like Ashley Darby. On my soul, I do not like Ashley Darby. Bitch, your life fell to pieces. And instead of you figuring out why you why you trying to buy a house in the LLC with your husband, you meddling in other people's marriages with your trifling ass. And they're going to bring this funny looking bitch Deborah around here looking like a fucking caveman. Ciao. I just thank God for production. Yeah. That's what I will say. Thank God for production because this bitch sat up in these women's faces and told blatant lies on multiple women's husbands. And thank God production was there to roll that bean footage back. Not only did Chris not, not only was Chris Bassett paying you dust, you approached him and started striking up conversation with him. I will say, she actually don't know if she want to call them pretty little things, pretty young things. The pathetic little liars (laughs) is most fitting. (laughs) Ain't nothing young. I can't I can't take Ashley serious because you are in your 30s with bunions on your fucking feet that you won't get fixed. You got access to all this man money and your your feet still look like that. You got bad foots. Not bad foots. But then when her when Deborah, Ashley, and Wendy had a conversation, I love how unbothered Wendy is. And I love how Wendy played so dumb that she made Deborah say out loud that. The reason Eddie was being flirty is because he was smiling. Like having to say that out loud should make you feel as dumb as you fucking look. So what did Eddie do exactly? I mean, you know, he just came over and he was smiling a lot and he was happy. Uh, Bitch, you know what that says about you? That all other men that be around you be sour faced? That says a lot. (laughs) That says a lot about you. Other man come around and look at you with chin to just have the rest of the nigga face. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> the delusion was so grand. Cause I was really looking like, okay, when they roll this footage, it's gonna be maybe something that possibly could have been misconstrued, but there was no misconstruction with that. He was chilling. Motherfucker said it was a pass because the nigga was happy. <laughs> like, how dare you smile, nigga? And then if you have a husband that's not smiling and friendly, then then that's going to be a problem. Oh, they're too shut off. Oh, they're this, this, and that. <sighs> Just very, very unserious. But that's what happened when you are an unattractive bitch who used to unattractive men being in your presence because a fine-ass black man smiling got you thinking he wants you. You yeah. sound the fuck dumb. Deborah is just delusional and desperate, and that's... And that says a lot about the type of company that Ashley keeps because she's equally as desperate and delusional. I mean, I, I was about to say, we talk about a motherfucker who is married, willingly married to a predator. So, and what, and I, I, what I want to say what all is, this is about, yeah, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, I'm going to call it out after we discuss uh, Sesame Street and Candace. And so, Ashley brought this lady to Karen's live event and and tried to force a convo with Candace and Deborah. And I ain't gonna lie, 
Candace gave us the perfect one-liner. I do not acknowledge Sesame Street characters. They are make-believe. <laughs> you ate that. Plate. Cleared. Um, you know, the convo eventually happens and Deborah insists that Chris was flirting and production has shown us otherwise. And then Candace removes herself from the situation altogether. And Deborah is weird. She says, do you want to have a conversation with me? Do no. you want to have a conversation with me? No, bitch. I'm good. Beloved. I'm good. Leave me alone. You are begging to have a conversation with me. Leave me alone. They need to vet the friends of the shows a little better. I don't know how they would do it, but this was a whole flop. I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm really, really looking forward to the reunion because I just want to, I know for a fact, Ashley will not be woman enough to apologize for orchestrating that. Because I know she had to be eating shit sandwiches when she saw that last week. And then you put so, your friend out here and she is getting dragged. Dr- for Super filth. Filthity filth. Deborah the dummy. Oh, dummy. The dumbinopolis. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go, I want to drag Ashley a little bit because... Where was your desire to force these conversations every time Michael was accused of sexual assault or every time Michael um, committed sexual misconduct or every time Michael said something extremely sexual and awkward about another cast member's husband or something like that? Where were you? Why why didn't you want to have conversations then? I strictly recall you talking about you were hurt that the ladies kept bringing it up. Mm. And if they were your friends, they wouldn't talk about it. Mm. they would come to you about it instead of talking about it to other people. Mm. The North remembers. I just find it funny how. I just find it really funny that that wasn't your energy when your husband was accused of sexual assault. It's See, just very I'm much Candace, weird. If I'm Candace, I'm I'm being petty. I'm, I am inviting, you know, since we want to have uh, conversations you know, about people flirting, making people feel uncomfortable. Uh, Mr. Production person, let's come in and have this conversation about how you felt when you were at work being sexually harassed by this woman's husband. Since we want to have conversations, let's have a full, robust conversation. And see, I thought I would never say this, and that exactly, Adrian, why I feel like Candace not being petty enough. No, she's not. Because a nigga like... And (laughs) and And neither is Wendy with Mia. Like, even in real time... Mia just posted how her and her family had to downgrade from their house to a to an apartment and this, that, and the third. And Wendy's not being uh, petty enough for me because you were so busy trying to clock her finances when it came to doing business with Peter and you moving from one rental to the next in less than a year. And I'm almost certain you had to break your lease for one rental house to go to another one. And I'm sure you had to pay first month's rent, security deposit, and last month's rent because you're broke after talking all this big boss shit. Meanwhile, Wendy and Eddie and the kids not moving to Osifos are staying put. They are more gracious than I will ever be because I, those hoes would be, by the time we got to the reunion, they would want to be, it would be on site with us. That's how much I would antagonize those bitches. It would be on site. They would want to fight me on site because I would not let up on these bitches on social media. They would be crying to Andy. But like you said earlier, when you realize somebody is beneath you, why dress? Yeah. It's a self-trade. That's true. 
I'll let yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I sure been dragging Mia. I'm not going to let up off Mia till she blocked me. Her spirit is a really nasty one. It gives me destiny as well. And she's worse than destiny because she does shit and then she tries to um, use her mom being a drug addict to be a victim and shit. I, I wish nothing but the worst for me. And Which, speaking of that, to your point about her nasty spirit, like this is that 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 was the first sign that she was a, a nasty one because how, who the fuck puts their mama out there like that for a storyline? Because you ain't got shit else going on. That in itself was the you know was the sign that she that it's a vile one with that one, just vile and nasty, nasty spirit, bad juju. Truthfully, but that's it, y'all. We'll be back. Um, growing up hip hop is coming back, and I am quite interested in adding it to the feed because Romeo is back, so and you- Romeo is back without being under Masterpiece Thumb, okay. and I'm interested. I was like, do I'm you interested. think? Do you think it'll be anything pertaining to what we saw happen in real time on the show? I think so. I think we're going to see some of it. There's going to be some conversations about why he came back after the way he left. And this is going to be interesting because in real time, Angela Simmons is now dating Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested Which... to see how that pans out with Romeo coming back on the show. And will there be an apology on his behalf? Because he was really unkind to her unprovoked. He was. He was. So but also, and I, that was okay. That kind of came out of nowhere and was, I don't know, weird to me. Like them just well, your body saying he had a crush on her, so he yeah. finally it got just, her. It just seems so random. Seems per- performative. It just it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I hope it's not. I think Angela has been through a lot romantically and publicly. One being attached to Bow Wow and him not being good to her and him cheating on her, then being attached to Romeo and him doing the same thing. Then her child's father did something similar and then he ended up being murdered. And, you know, she's had a rough go at it romantically. Really hope that in this situation, she is happy and loved and adored. I really do. I want that for her. Yeah. I don't think women's, I don't think black women's love lives should be full of strife. So. Yeah. Like I ain't got nothing bad to say about it. It was just. No, it just, it just, I didn't, it just, they just popped up with some pictures. Like, I love you. I love you. Right. I was just, it was just so random. Yeah. But that is it for us. We'll be back next week. Same time, same great place. Um, We appreciate y'all. You'll also be getting a new Ratchet Reloaded episode. And boy, boy. I'm ready. I am ready. The kind of mess that life, love after lockup is ushering in our door. Theater. Ooh. 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 I'm like uh, T.S. Madison, a bitty bitty bum bum. Because what? That's your own TV. What is going on with Monique and Derek? What the fuck is going on with Justine and, and um, Michael and her mama? What is going on with the white guy that his granny house looked like is haunted? Boogie, 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 boogie. Like so much mess. Best show on TV. And it's so much mess that's even spilling out into like current time. Real like, time. <laughs> like, like, me. like Monique and Monique and Derek's um trans sister, baby, they are at it. 
in real time. I'm talking about this, this man's sister may have potentially posted Monique's STD results. That show on TV. That show. Ooh. Ooh. God, we fuck with y'all. We'll be back next week. Bye, niggas. Bye, y'all. <laughs>